0: All right. Welcome, everybody. My name is Chris, and I am so grateful for being here with Nate and Sam and our Sam weiszy Story StoryPod team, bringing you more stories, sharing, here, connecting. Uh, stories are core to who we are at First Church, who we are as a human family. And we're so grateful for all sorts of stories and this opportunity to share some. And we have another original story from Nate. So take it away, Nate.
1: Today I flew my kite to let it soar to the highest of heights. I untied the string and boy did it zing. It soared to the highest of heights. And when I flew my kite, it decided to put up a fight. It pulled me around and I hit the ground as it soared at the highest of heights. It's true that I loved this kite. It has everything, whistles and lights, but laying there bruised, I had to choose to hold on or let it take flight. So I clenched all my teeth and refused my defeat. As it started to bend, I called all my friends and then witnessed a glorious sight. I saw everyone cling to this kite, and we held on till morning was night. Having friends by my side reminded me why I first let this kite take flight
0: oh that's beautiful i love that story yeah that's a great one
1: i i, I was just going to quickly say that i've always had this image of uh so someone taking on too much and then kind of uh calling on others to help lift something right, right? you know like there's a mm. lot of, of folk tales about that too of like lifting the boulder or uh resetting the house where the whole community comes together yeah and uh and I just saw this. I just saw this girl holding on to this kite that then just takes off. And it's like, what would you do in a situation like that? And how to kind of reflect those old folk tales and like present times with a kid with a kite at a park, you know, yeah. kind of situation.
0: I love it, and I love the image of of everyone coming together. and It's such a nice, nice reminder. We've been, um, especially now, especially now, it really is is helpful, I think of those those first those first times when we were kind of coming out of our early pandemic shells and sort of reconnecting and and re rebuilding uh community and connection seeing our families again for the first times all of that and it feels like some of that mounting again as we sort of slowly start to with with the end of the Omicron surge especially, but, but I also want to lift up the rhyming, man. We didn't talk about this last time, but I really appreciate, you know, we'll get to, we'll share some other, I mean, I literally never do rhyming stories and I always make up stories in a very different way. And so I really appreciate the sort of deliciousness of rhyme and just the playfulness of rhyme, which just, I think touches something so deep down in our ears and in our hearts and in our minds, right? It's been just such a part of, of stories forever and poetry forever um, that it's just, it's, it's interesting on a cognitive level, but also there's this, I don't know, not quite somewhere between cognitive and reptilian, like some just basic, you know, deep down, it's just really nice to hear the rhyme. So please, Feel free to share any questions that you have, uh, dear, dear listener. You can email me, uh, all of us, uh, but you can email through me, minister at uubelmont.org, and we'll answer your questions here on the pod. But one of my other children, um, one of uh, Jack, was asking um, how Nate... Well, really all of us, but how, Nate, do you get ideas for your stories?
1: Ideas for my stories. Um, I think uh, a lot of writers will say you just kind of look at everyday life and your your own feelings. And, and so I, I can't sit down and just write about a feeling that I'm not feeling or an emotion. Um, and I, I wish I could, but sometimes I sit down and I want to write something that's uh, 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 really silly, but then I realized that I'm in this mood to write something a bit more reflective. And uh, um, so usually I just kind of am aware of how I'm feeling that day. And if an idea, an image, like I said, a girl holding on to a kite in the park, it's like, how can I work this into my emotion or that feeling? And then that's usually how it um, comes out is just focusing on feeling and focusing on images or uh, uh, um something that interests me even in everyday life is uh the idea of the squirrel right when when for the campaign story it's like i was thinking of this animal i'm kind of looking outside i'm seeing a squirrel and then chris you're like i always want to involve squirrels in my stories and <laughs> i'm like yes, that's what i see every day i want to make a story about a squirrel so again it's about it's about taking what i see every day and then kind of applying it to uh, uh an emotion or feeling and uh
0: Usually works out. <laughs> so I, in my previous ministry, well, really the last two, um, I made up a lot of stories. So I was telling stories or creating stories that my wife would tell in the, for the last ten years, um, almost every Sunday. And so we had this fascinating process by which, you know, we always had the point of the story because we were creating stories in the context of worship. All yeah. Time. Yes. Yes. So yes, I had yeah. the, I had, I had the goal and then it was always how we're going to get to the goal. And so I always had this, the image of throwing stuff at the wall and just sort of seeing what would stick. And so I'm like, yeah. all right, is it a squirrel? No. Is it a you know, <laughs> is it a hedgehog? No. Is yeah, it yeah. a you know family? No. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, maybe it's maybe it's a hedge. And then I would f- literally, it's a visceral thing. I would almost feel the traction of different ideas. And I would just keep going and keep going and keep going until I had enough of a of a flow uh where I could sort of see see the arc of a story and sort of then uh engage with it. But the really interesting thing, especially for the folks listening was the the way that it all started was when we had babies so when yes. my wife and I first had our our babies really early on once they started being able to ask for things they would just ask us to tell them stories all the time and this was this was a while ago uh but it was the best boot camp for making up stories because they were just like as soon as even if I felt really good about one by the time we were done, I was like, "Wow, that was a really solid one. They would just be like, "Tell me another one." they' <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, tell me another one." so <laughs> I was like, "All right, once upon a time, and I just you know we so for years and years and years, my wife and I were just cranking out stories, and so it was um it was just a really beautiful part of of parenting um so thank you all very much for listening. And especially now, know that you're held, know that Nate's here, that I'm here, that Sam is here, that your whole community is here for you now and always. That we're facing this challenging time together and that we're held in this long, long, long stream of history. And that a big part of that stream are these stories and all the other stories that we're going to share. So,
1: yeah, we'll look forward to chatting soon. All right, bye.